0: powerful place and um without the internet i don't know how i would survive um every time i start my podcast there is something wrong with my sd card i need to format it or something is going on that requires me to uh go through hoops and valleys in order to record and today my sd card was not working when i put it into my pod track it kept saying that it was protected. I don't know what that means. So I tried to solve the issue on my own and I was unsuccessful. And then I went to Google and I typed in what I was experiencing and I found out that there's like a switch or a slide on your SD card. I would have never known that there's a little thing you can slide. So I must have slid it by accident. And I guess I slid it to protected um, when it should be unprotected. And now I'm able to record. So I just want to give a shout out to to Google the Internet and Sweetwater.com because without sweetwater.com I would not be recording right now this episode is is sponsored by (laughs) this episode is sponsored by sweetwater.com Welcome to the This is 30 podcast. My name is Jernique. I'm your host. Happy Monday to all of you beautiful people out there. Shout out to everybody that is on their way to work, on their way from work, in bed, taking the kids to school, whatever it is you're doing on your Monday morning. Shout out to you and shout out to you doing it beautifully. This is my first time recording on a Monday um a fake monday but i'm actually recording on my couch i'm like comfortable i'm recording on my couch i have my mic in my hand i have the candles burning on a beautiful monday morning because it's needed (laughs) but it's kind of cool it's a different atmosphere a different scenery i actually just woke up from a nap and i saw something and i was like it's time to record um I, I went back to work this week or last week, I should say. So um, shout out to all the teachers who are, I think a lot of teachers actually started work like a, a way before me. And maybe there's still some teachers who are waiting to start um, for many reasons. But shout out first, I want to say shout out to all the teachers um, who went back to work. I wish you guys a blessed a new year, I wish you guys a, a new year that's filled with learning and understanding and a lot of growth for your students. And those of you who have kids who went back to school, I also wish the same for your kids. I pray that they have like really good teachers who are dedicated to teaching them and not just being a body in a classroom. Um, and shout out to the town of Elizabeth. I live in Elizabeth and Elizabeth had to actually push their start date back to uh, tomorrow actually the Tuesday the 14th I believe because the storm impacted um, I think it was Hurricane Ida I don't really know her name but I think it was Hurricane Ida impacted Elizabeth really bad with when it came to flooding so I guess a few of their schools were flooded and they had to like do a lot of um, repairs and Things like that. So Elizabeth does not start school until tomorrow. So shout out to all those kids going back. But yeah, happy Monday. Shout out to all you beautiful people. I have a few things to talk about um, today. And the the number one on my list is money. Um I don't know why money has been at the tip of my brain. I actually just read something and somebody was basically saying that, you know, the money that you like you go and you put your energy every day into another person's dream. Your dreams need to uh need to receive that same energy. Now I do understand that and I get the gist of that. However, because this is the this is 30 podcast, I think that there I think after 30 you have to find a really good um, and healthy strategic balance for your dreams and i don't know what's happening on my street there's like a party going on right now of course always when i start recording always when i start recording um but i think that you have to find a healthy balance between um your dreams especially if they are not aligned with a um with a with a regular income i think you have to find a healthy balance between your dreams and um, with your dreams and your career or an a career. And I don't, I don't think that balance has to be 50 50. I don't even think it should be 50 50. When I read this quote from this person, I honestly don't even want to say what they do. Um, because I don't want to be rude or disrespectful, but I'll tell you guys another story. So I was watching a mukbang, like I do Often in my free time, I was watching a mukbang with um, lovely Mimi, and she was doing one with this guy who I guess he's kind of like a YouTuber, and they were eating like tarantulas and scorpions, like really weird bugs, and. Halfway through the um, mukbang, she asked him to tell the followers about himself, etc. And she also says in the beginning of the episode, she's like, yo, you deserve more recognition. I've been watching your videos for a long time. So she asks him. Asks. She asks him what he does. And he says, I'm 36. And, you know, I'm still doing this YouTube thing. And he says, I'm driving Uber on the side. And all right. For me, I it's weird because I'm a Pisces and I'm a dreamer and I'm a believer in the arts and I'm a believer in, you know, your time could come at 40, 50, 60. Don't give up. But I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm not going to lie to y'all. If I met a man and I was and he was 36 and he did not have a solid job. Like, because this man is not like a famous person on. YouTube he's still trying to grow his YouTube and he's doing YouTube on the I mean Uber on the side if he didn't have a side sol- I'm not saying there's anything wrong with driving Uber I used to drive Lyft back in the day Um, not even back in the day four or five years ago I was driving Lyft so I find that there's nothing wrong when you're trying to make extra money or do whatever or even when times is hard and that's what you got that's what you got that's fine I would have trouble with a 36 year old man who did not have some type of secure income and was driving Lyft on the side and not having a reliable income. That's just me. I don't know if other women feel the way I feel. I don't know if other men feel the way I feel. And I think that it's important to. Um, follow your dreams and to never let go of them no matter what age you are but I also think that at a specific age stability should be like at the top of your priorities I don't for me listen when I'm not when I don't have money I'm not happy (laughs) and I know the you know the love of money and the finding joy in money is the root of all evil. I'm not saying that you know money makes me <laughs> like um I I don't mean it like that. But what I'm saying is when I do not have money, I am stressed, I am depressed, I am anxious, I am nervous, I am on edge. It, when I don't have that cushion there, I'm just not, I can't function. I can't function when I don't have money. I told y'all this story. If you want to go back and listen to it about the year, the craziest year of my life and all that stuff that happened, that will never ever happen to me again. And it's because I just feel like at this big age, I can't allow it to to happen and actually let me not say that will never happen to me again because God will humble you but what I'm saying is I hope and I work very hard so that that will never happen to me again and um like the main point I'm just trying to make is that when I don't have money I'm not happy I'm not at my best and when I'm penny pinching I'm not at my best I think that is true for many people and for me to see a lot of people that chase dreams without without a a structural foundation of a regular income it bothers me it bothers me a lot because I feel like that's really dangerous and I think that you can put As much work into your dreams as you do a nine-to-five especially if one is feeding you and the other isn't you know what I'm saying you can't just be like oh you know I'm gonna ride with this right now and I also feel like um a lot of people think that a lot of people think that um after a certain age, I also think that you should be looking for a practical career, a, pa- a practical option as an alternative, just in case this dream does not come true. I think that that's important. Like, I'm, uh, I want to be careful because a job is a job. And if you want to work at McDonald's and, and be a rapper, I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to hold you. But I do think that after a certain age, like, all right, let's look into some technical stuff. You know, it don't really got to be something that you're you're like passionate about, but something that, you know, can afford you a good, decent living and probably afford you the same freedom to follow your rap career or to follow whatever uh career it is or art career that you're seeking. Um So, yeah, I just I I, I'm always disturbed, you know, by that. And I know it's my opinion. I would love to have this conversation with a a artist, a starving artist, I would even say, like somebody who has not made it yet. And I, I know that what I said about money It's true for other people in the opposite room when they're not creating, when they're not living in the actuality of whatever that dream is. Even if it doesn't make the money, they feel dead, you know, so I'm taking that into consideration, too. But I just feel like we grown. We grown and this guy was like um, Mimi asked him did he want kids and a family and oh men oh men oh men how I admire your ability to have kids for years and years to come because he's like nah not yet he was like I'm 36 I'm still gonna wait for some time he was like I'm gonna do this YouTube thing I'm driving Uber on the side and he was like I'm allergic to kids right now or he said kids are not a part of my religion or something like that he was like when I'm a little bit more settled and I was just looking at him like oh my gosh um not in a judgmental way uh but you know just like dang y'all so lucky Y'all so lucky. And him being able to be 36 and talk about, it's not time yet, just brought me to my own thoughts that I have naturally all the freaking time now. I have baby fever and that's just the bottom line. I want kids. I want kids now. (laughs) I actually don't want kids now, but I do want a baby. And I, like my ovaries have just been singing, impregnate me impregnate me what are you doing out there are you even gonna try and meet somebody impregnate me (laughs) I think that I have like I have baby fever because a lot of my peers or maybe maybe not a lot, but I would say 30 to 40 percent of my peers are parents now. Um, there's a good chunk of us that are not parents yet. Um, but 30 to 40 percent of my peers are parents. They're married. And, you know, um I've always wanted to be a mom. I think I talk about that on the podcast so much. I've always wanted to be a mom. I don't know if baby fever gets realer when you're like really at that age, that um, that big age, that appropriate age for bearing. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, I'm ready and um, seeing a lot of my peers with their kids, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. And then the anxiety of having to meet somebody, get to know someone, fall in love, get married, and then have kids, maybe live my best life in between all of that with my significant other and then have kids just kind of scares me because I'm 32 years old. Um, I'll be 33 in about six months. Um, Hold on, let me count. October, November, December, January, February and five months. I'll be 33. And that not that idea, you know, thinking about the process that I would probably want. I don't I know God, you know, makes his own path and, you know, he could do what he wants. But that's that's the the process that I would want is the one I just described. And and realistically, that is going to take. I would say at least a year and a half. If I met somebody tomorrow, that's still going to take about a year and a half. So ideally I won't be having kids until I'm probably 34, 35, maybe 36. And I know that, you know, our chances get a little bit harder, uh, once we're that age and that makes me a little nervous and that's why I have this um this continuous narrative of I need to have a kid I need to have a kid I'm always I'm always kidding um when I say it because um I'm just kidding, um, but I really do want kids and I hope that I'm able to have kids. I I try to speak with confidence when I talk about um, the projection of like me having kids, um, but sometimes I really don't know. So there's always like a tinge of doubt in the back of my throat when I'm talking about these things because you honestly just don't know where life is going to take you. Um, you don't know... Um, you don't you don't know where life is going to take you. And I'm not uh, hmm. I'm not as as free as a bird. Uh, I don't have a free as a bird personality. I'm like a control freak. Um, I'm very aware of certain things happening around me. Um, I'm trying to use the right word because um, I'm just not I, I'm aware of what I'm doing all the time. So. Um, that also would make it harder. Like if I was just chilling and I'm like, whatever, whatever, um, then maybe I would say, okay, it could happen at any time, but you know, you just, you just don't know. But all my ladies that's, that's, um, dealing with baby fever, that's, you know, single out here wondering when they're going to meet their King, when they're going to get married, when they're going to have kids, um, stay encouraged and stay, um, um, Stay positive and stay um I'm sorry if you guys could hear the mic moving. I don't have I'm not using a stand today. Um but stay encouraged and just know that you know our time is coming. I have to I I when I speak like this, I have to think that there's you I can't get into my computer. Um when I speak like this, I have to think to myself there are forty-year-olds that have uh, the the same prayers that I'm having right now. There could be fifty-year-olds, so like you just never know where people are, and they surviving. So you know, I'll be good. Um, I'll be good, but it's still pregnancy all all September twenty twenty-two. You feel me? Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So more so than um than pregnancy and money financial status the whatnot um I wanted to talk about the 90s and how I was so blessed to grow up in the 90s I was born in 1989 so although I'm an 80s baby um I'm really a 90s baby if we want to be serious because I wasn't doing nothing except eating in the 80s (laughs) I, I probably wasn't even walking yet in the 80s um And I love the 90s. I love revisiting um, my past. And I just, I think that when I think about sitcoms and shows and just music, like I'm stuck in the 90s and 2000s when it comes to music, um, I'm just always so excited that I grew up in that time um, because I just feel like we had the best of everything. Like the nostalgia is always real um, and in comparison to these ages and times, there's a beautiful thing about what's going on now, too. I don't want to completely um, shit on it. There's a there's beautiful things that are happening with the music and um, TV and how we receive everything. But I just love the 90s and I spend a lot of time on YouTube um, pulling up old clips because guess what, as a teacher, I use a lot of 90s sitcoms and a lot of cartoons and and not even just cartoons, like really good shows to teach my kids. So I teach ELA. I I teach ELA and ESL. um, And I have used so many clips like one on one is a great show that I use um, for character traits because I feel like Brianna and her dad. Oh, my gosh. They're like the best people to describe. So I use that a lot. And the kids kind of they could feel it because they're a teenager like she is and they can relate to some of the crazy demands she wanted from her dad. Um, I also use Fresh Prince um, to teach about. um Also character traits and uh, uh, plot development. My favorite episode to use is, of course, when Will's dad kind of like played him um, with the trip. Uh, The kids love that one. That one makes them sad. Um, You know something? I use a different world. Um, The racist episode. I use the racist episode to teach point of view and... This is, I guess this segment is for my teachers because, um, the episode, the race, uh, the racial or racism episode of a different world is told in three points of views is told in the point of view of, um, uh, damn, what's his name? Why can't the white boys is, um, told in the perspective of the black boys and then it's told from the truth it's like a vantage point episode actually and the kids go crazy for that too because it's just funny to see how um everybody experiences stuff and how everybody tells their stories um so I love using that and then there's so many like this week I already have a clip of like the pursuit of happiness that I'm going to use for theme a clip of the lion king that I'm also going to use for theme um so I really enjoy using old content to to um to to teach my kids because it's an easy thing to do because they don't they haven't seen this like these kids um the kids I teach are around 12 13 and I don't hold on let me do some quick math because I don't know I'm not a math (laughs) teacher but let me see so I'm 32 I was 20 I mean I'm I'm like I don't know what I'm trying to say hold on I'm more than a year I'm more than I don't know what I'm trying to say guys I think I'm trying to say like I'm more than half their ages I'm double their age but I'm not double their age I'm like triple their age oh my gosh I'm gonna be 30 no I'm not triple their age just quite I'm, but I'm close to being triple their age so like these kids weren't even they weren't hold on let me do my math if I'm 32 if I take away 12 when they were some of them are 13 if we want to be serious all right so I'll use a 13 year old I was 19 when they were born and when I was their age they weren't even born yet so that's what I was trying to say. When I was their age, they weren't even born. Um, so they don't they don't know this. They don't know about Doug. I told y'all, I was singing Doug the other day. They don't know about Doug. They don't know about Gullah Gullah Island. They don't know about these shows. Um, so it's fun to use it and to like kind of relive um, my childhood. Um, I was supposed to talk about saving also. Um, I need everybody I was supposed to talk about saving when I was talking about money But I kind of forgot about it But I want everybody to say this mantra with me I will not spend money on food this week. I will not spend money on food this week I will not spend money on food this week. I will not spend money on food outside of my home this week I will not spend money on side on food outside of my home this week This is real. This is real. This is a real struggle. I have people. Does anybody else have this struggle? because i saw this meme and i might have talked about it i don't know when you're closing in on your 100th episode you honestly i try to like filter everything by saying i think i talked about this before just in case y'all get some repeated content but to be honest i'm probably i'm probably 10 times in the repetition mode um But I saw this meme and it said, my favorite thing to do is spend $200 on groceries and eat out every single day of the week. (laughs) And by golly, this fall, I will not do it. I need a change in my life. I really need a change in my life. And I'm not doing that. I'm not subjecting myself to buying groceries, meal prepping, and still spending money outside for food. I'm not doing it. You heard I'm not doing it. So if you on that train with me prayers up for us because I don't have this I don't have money to be wasting like this and I do it to myself all the time I think I've probably done like a week really good actually I know that Thursday this week is going to be a little bit hard for me because I'm going to uh D nice uh, club quarantine live um so I'm probably going to buy something to eat out there and buy something to drink so Thursday is the dub but Monday Tuesday Wednesday and hopefully Friday, if I can make it without spending any money, it will make me very proud. It'll make me very proud. And that's something that's a uh, not a skill, but something I really want to tackle this year, because I just feel like I waste so much money on restaurants. And it doesn't mean that, you know, I'm going to stop experiencing life, but I'm going to have a I'm going to have to limit myself. I'm thinking maybe like I can do three restaurants tears a month like do y'all think that's a a good number maybe I could do three restaurants a month and or three out to eat a month three whatever I don't even know what I'm trying to say but maybe I could limit myself and then maybe a little bit more when it's somebody's birthday or just no just be strict because when I'm thinking about the money that I I spend on food when I can eat a salad from my home, when I can eat a soup from my home, when I can cook up. I just today I meal prepped and I made so much chicken and I'm like, girl, you're going to have chicken to save your life this week. You're going to have chicken for all occasions, whatever you need. You have chicken for it. So I'm going to have salad with chicken, chicken wraps with chicken uh. Chicken and plantain, chicken and corn, chicken and I have enough chicken to feed a family of 10 in my house that is cooked. And I just really have to stack timber, ok, 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 October stacking, November stacking, December stacking. I don't know how you 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 grammars say it. Stack timber stack. Oh, it's stack timber stocktober stacktober stackvember and Stack December i think that's how it goes i don't know how it goes i'm not cool but i really want to tap into a different potential of saving this year um because i also realized that um i've been saving to spend instead of saving to have a whole bunch of money in the tuck. And for teachers, especially when you don't get paid, not all of us, but uh there are many teachers in New Jersey who get paid on a 10 month um a 10 month scale. I am one of them. So I only get paid from September to June and then of course I do summer school, so I do get paid in the summer, but it's not you only get paid twice in the summer as opposed to uh, four times like you normally would so I this summer I probably went like a month the longest time I went without a paycheck is pro- I got my last school paycheck on June 30th I mean June 24th and I didn't get paid again until July 30th and then I got my next check on August 15th and then, then I haven't I haven't got paid since then. Um, I do have a part-time job, but that's, I don't, that's really, it it sustains me and it helps. So I don't want to be like that, but it's not, it's nothing comparison to my regular paycheck. And, uh, it serves a specific purpose because I'm supposed to be using my part-time job to pay down debt. Long story short, I'm proud of myself for, uh, being in a position where I can go a month without a paycheck or a month plus without a paycheck, um, but I really want to stack a savings that doesn't require me to tap into it in the summer, if that makes sense. I don't know if I'm talking in gibberish, don't know why I'm talking in gibberish. Um, Drake's album is made. I said it. I said it. It's mid. It's like a high mid, but it's mid. But that Champagne Poetry, listen, I'm going to listen to that 50 times every time I hear it. Um, But it's mid. It's very mid. And and yes, Drake does not have a classic album. Um, Maybe Thank Me Later. At this point, it's not his best album, but it's, I feel like, there is not an album of Drake's that I can listen to front to back. I don't know if y'all feel the same or y'all don't, but he has skippables. He has skippables. Perlene, don't shoot me. He has skippables. And um, I, but I enjoy all of his music. So that's the thing. I don't know how to, that's why I feel like it's so weird with Drake. It's like there's, you enjoy all of his music, but does it really hit like a reasonable doubt? Does it really hit like a blueprint? Does it really hit like a volume one? Does it really hit like anything Jay-Z has ever done? Bars, does it? Does it really hit like a Illmatic? Does it really hit like a food and liquor? Does it? Does it? Does it, does it really hit like um any J. Cole album, any Wale album? Does it? I don't know. I'm just not sure if he's got me there yet. I love him. He's a superstar, but I don't think he has me there yet. And I'm willing to argue with you if you don't agree. I am. I'm willing to argue with you. Um, the last thing that i had on my list and to be honest i don't know why i had this on my list um i'm trying to remember so during the week or during the weekend whenever whenever i have like a episode i'm preparing for i kind of like when i see stuff or watch stuff and it triggers a thought that usually makes me talk to myself by myself in my apartment which happens very often Um, I'm always talking to myself. I'm always having arguments with myself. I'm always talking about what Sharon could have did with Johnny last week that I didn't like, um, because I'm a psychopath. Um, but when that starts to happen, when I'm alone, I have to tell myself, I have to tap myself on the shoulder and I have to say, journey, write it down and talk about it on the podcast. Please, please, please. Crazy girl. (laughs) So I wrote down colorism in Africa, and I unfortunately cannot remember. Um, I can't remember where that conversation stemmed from. And I, I've been telling myself I need to be more detailed with my um, inspiration notes or inspirational notes um, because um stuff like this happens like I don't know I know like I think I was thinking about wanting to marry a black man and why it's so important for me to marry a black man um so I'm going to talk a little bit about that but before I get to that I just want to let y'all know to listen to um the if you don't say it we will podcast um I believe I'm featured on whatever episode is going to be released next so make sure y'all check that out and and listen to my boys because their podcast is really good I'm behind two episodes so I'm gonna probably catch up this week um they did one called cheating I don't think I, I yeah that's the one I didn't listen to yet um so I gotta catch up on that and then um, hopefully the one that I'm on, um, but listen to their podcast and yeah, I believe this might be episode ninety five or ninety six of mine. I don't know. Um, I guess we'll see. Oh, actually, I do know. See, this is these are the things that I should do in pre production so that I'm not on the pod talking crazy, right? This is so. This is actually episode. Oh. This is episode 95. So happy episode 95 to me. Um, actually, it might be 94. Who knows? I don't know. I feel like sometimes the, um, sometimes this is actually episode 94, or maybe uh, it says 94 on my phone. Um, but I feel like a lot of times these, uh, platforms they delete some of my episodes and I just be so confused. Um, but, oh, I have two things to talk about, actually. But colorism in Africa, I think the reason I wanted to talk about that is because um, i it's very important that I marry a black man. And when I was younger, I don't think that that was a point of importance for me. I, and i it it's important for me to marry a black man but if I if God wants me to marry somebody else it is what it is but I would prefer to marry a black man and the reason I want to marry a black man uh, preferably a dark-skinned black man <laughs> because I actually love dark-skinned black men black men I think they're beautiful and um I think that I'm so attracted to black men darker skin because it took me so long to love dark skin and I don't know how I can explain that um, because I think that sometimes a lot of people talk about their childhoods and how um, their skin wasn't necessarily celebrated. Um, But I didn't really have that problem. I was um, I was celebrated a lot in my household. My mother is like a caramel complected uh, light like brown. Woman, but on the lighter end, and my dad is a dark skinned man. And if you know my dad, my dad is conceited. My dad thinks my dad is beautiful. If you tell my dad his kids look good, he's gonna be like, Look at me, like, what would you expect? <laughs> so, um, I was never short of love, but I know that there was a certain time in my childhood where I just thought that light was right and light was more beautiful. And maybe the media did that. Maybe my, um, my social experience, you know, um, did that, Um, maybe just being a kid did that, but I do realize that at a certain point I thought light was right. There was a certain time in my childhood where I, where I only liked light skinned boys. Like I just found myself weirdly attracted to light skinned men. And then I feel like when I got a little bit older, like maybe mid to late teens, um, then I started to appreciate the black man, you know, and it's been like that. Ever scenes you feel me actually it hasn't been like that ever since but we can just pretend um it's been like that ever since but yeah I want to have black children um of brown complexion and I I'm saying this only because this is my vision not because if I marry a light-skinned man this won't happen but I really uh want to be uh intentional about the pouring of love I do onto a black child about the way they look about the way their skin is about how beautiful they are about how rare they are and like I said I wasn't lacking of love or um uplifting when I was a kid in Africa uh, there's colorism issues in Africa but in Africa when you're black you're beautiful like like people with their heads on straight um they don't care what you look like and mo- in most time in most places the darker your skin the more adored you are you know we do have the issue of like some people bleaching and things like that um so that's also an issue but i don't think i think that because my parents were african they weren't necessarily intentional and i don't think they knew the nuances that growing up in black America can sometimes create amongst kids and amongst um, uh, just like uh, children of all types of cultures and uh, many places. I don't think they were aware of that, so they weren't really intentional with their instruction. They just uplifted me like regular parents do. You're beautiful, big mom, you look beautiful, big mom like regular, but I plan to do things a little bit more differently, be a little bit more direct with my kids, just so hopefully hopefully they don't have um uh some of the issues I had during like uh puberty and um uh my adolescent years um so maybe that's why i wrote that down i think that's why i wrote that down you know um and so while i was talking about that I thought of what I had to talk about last, and then it just left my brain. It left my brain. Um, for those of you listening, I'm still accepting books for my library. So if you would like to donate to my library, to my Cash App, I know I didn't post that. Um, I haven't posted uh, that flyer um, since like first posting it, but please if you would like to donate books or anything i'm accepting books i'm accepting books all year long if we want to be serious um the library in my classroom is being put together and I'm i want to focus on literacy this year um that's very important to me so please tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that i'm collecting books or collecting cash to buy books and i will show you guys receipts of the books i buy um but I have a little a little something something going on. But I just want to make it um, a little bit. I want to make it better. I want to make it better. And because I can't remember my last topic. Can't remember it. I think I'm gone. I think I'm gone. I think I'm gone. Dang. I'm singing just to see if it could come back to my head now. Uh. Uh, I'm singing just to see if it could come right back to my head now It's still not coming back Still not coming back um, Yeah, so that last <laughs> That last uh, idea Hopefully I'll remember it next week But I cannot remember it now And I'm trying to make it come I'm looking around my house Trying to see, hey girl, hey girl um is it gonna come back but it's looking like it's not gonna come back and I'm feeling really old because of this I really am um I'm feeling very old um but yeah thank you guys so much for listening to oh boom boom look at me as soon as I said thank you guys I remembered it um if you guys have any ideas on how I can celebrate 100 episodes, can y'all please DM me and tell me? I would really appreciate it because last topic, I promise, I promise this is the last topic I wanna talk about. As a creator or somebody who creates or has a podcast, or I think just anybody who has creative, um, a creative side hustle, I think that especially one that, does not foster revenue. That's what I'm talking about. When you are creative and you're, uh, your side hustle does not foster revenue on a regular basis. So you're not selling something um, um, re- that's like readily available that you make um, a profit from. Um, I think it's hard for me to brand myself and for me to do things without spending money. Now, I love showing everybody a good time. Uh, I'm not having a Halloween party this year, and you know why? Is because it's not in a, it's not in alignment with my financial goals. I could definitely have one, and I could have a blast. Um, but. Throwing part, I feel like throwing a regular party at my house cost me like $500, if not more, every single time. Um, And it seems like such a small thing, but making sure there's food, making sure there's liquor, making sure there's uh, decorations, making sure everything is set, it costs me money. Putting on events also costs me money. And I don't really have that much of a problem with putting on events because you kind of most times make it back in your ticket sales um but sometimes i feel like you get a very small profit for what you thought was going to be really high so um if it, so right now i'm in the process of thinking about how I want to go about celebrating my 100th episode. I have a few ideas like in my brain, I thought about having a Friendsgiving, but like at an actual restaurant to like celebrate. Um, I also thought about having a New Year's Eve party, but I also know that a lot of people don't like to be outside, but maybe if I could provide like a safe space, you know, for people to get dressed and get really nice and look good, maybe. So y'all, please DM me and tell me which idea sounds popping. Um, should I charge? Oh, not should I charge people? Of course, I'm going to charge people. But maybe should I do something where everybody plays pays per head, so it can lighten the load of my stress. Um, and I could still just do what I have to do. Um. So yeah, give me some ideas on how to celebrate a hundred episodes because if this is episode ninety four or ninety five, whichever one, um, I have about six more or five more to go. Um, so I'm going to hit a hundred episodes most likely in October or early November, depending on how things are moving for me. Um, So I would really like to celebrate. Um, It doesn't have to be celebrated like at that time, um, but I would like to celebrate it before 2021 is up. Um, So yeah, if y'all could give me some ideas, I would really love that. Um, And lastly, I just want to thank everybody for listening to the This is 30 podcast. Thank you for allowing me to get to episode 100 with an average of 100 plus listens on every single episode. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. And I don't take it for granted. I hope that I can, um, you know, find or provide you with some 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 content to get you through your Monday and just through your weeks in general for years to come I hope I don't ever get tired of this um I don't know you know if I'm planning on becoming a mother soon if I'm planning on becoming a mommy I don't know what's gonna happen with the pod um we might have to do one episode a month but (laughs) for now um, we're going to keep doing this. So thank you very much for listening to the This is 30 podcast. Please don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend any mama, any cousin, any daddy that I'm looking for a baby daddy. You heard? It's like, nah, tell them that they need to listen to the This is 30 podcast and tell them to tell a friend of theirs to listen to this 30 podcast. You guys have a blessed week. Peace.